This is Four Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Air Fiend coming out. You stick on stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for you. She's going to bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Ho, ho, ho. And Merry Christmas and welcome to Wrestling Daft. I am in here in the studio with. The one and only Grado. I'm Rab Florence, by the way. Grado, how are you doing? No bad, mate. How are you? We're coming up to Christmas. Oh, so this is Christmas. And it's on. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Rocking around the Christmas tree. Another rock and roll in Christmas. Gotta got a song. Can't use that. You're a bad kid, you're drunk, you old skunk. <laughs> what was that? Right, Who's so that? listen, eh, we, we have had a brilliant response for Big Shah being on the show last week. Superb. If you don't follow us on Twitter, make sure you go on there now as you'll be able to see some of the wrestling entrance videos that eh, Big Shah and Grado practice in a hotel room, including <laughs> D'Lo Brown, Rikishi and Finn Balor. You've got to see these, they're so funny. Um, you've got to see them. Get yourself on Twitter to see them. What a big, what a cracking response to Big Shab being on the show last Shab week. was great last week. It's probably the most talked about show we've had since Jericho being on. It is the most, we, you know, it was great, wasn't it? It was a, a, a cracking Today laugh. is going to be just as good. Today is going to be just as good because joining us, we've got a guy that we, we love, this big guy. We do. We? We, like, we genuinely were like, oh man, yes, big Wolfgang's coming in. Wolfgang for NXT UK is going to be coming in. Um, and he's going to be chatting to us, and he's going to he's going to be so gentle and lovely, and you're going to absolutely love the guy. He's a big tough guy in the ring, but in person, what a sweetheart, man! As you always say, that first time you told me years ago, it's that wee wink in his eye that Aye. he gives you. He's got a sparkle, isn't he? And he's the first guy on our podcast who currently works with the McMahons. Aye, true. Oh, apart from Spud last week on the voice. Aye, Spud. Aye, Spud was also there. We are getting a. We are starting to make inroads now in the interview in the WWE. Uh, I'm going to get my niece on at Isla Dawn I'm going to get her in the new Tell year to talk about women's wrestling in the WWE uh, David Fleming got in touch and suggested a spoken word tour with Sha and Grado <laughs> let's see hold on where's, where's it? <laughs> let's have a look what it says rap here <laughs> suggested a sp- I'll read this again David Fleming suggested a spoken word tour with Sha and Grado while it's moving on to something else I don't get it there's no mention of you there no you could uh, what do you call it you could do the yeah I could get, I could go could around with the fucking ice cream can't I <laughs> I'll go around with the, the ice cream right, or the right. raffle you could do the raffle half time I'll, I'll do it I'll you do draw it. the raffle I'll do the raffle right. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit on the second row and give David Fleming's da wank John <laughs> now Brian suggests that we <laughs> should get shot on every week for potentially doing a wrestling daft mug of the week but that's, that's a that's a good idea, but that's Shaz's thing. That's Shaz's thing. That's Shaz's thing. We could, but I think it'd be good getting Shaz on to do something else. But we don't. Like, but we don't, then we don't ask gimmick infringement. We don't like knock his thing that he does so well on Twitter. We could make a bit of coin out of it. But oh, that's true. That's true. Let's get him on. Um, I took charge of the wrestling daft Twitter, by the way. Uh, 
during TLC, tables, ladders, chairs. Um, <laughs> Fuck off, did you? Uh -huh, I tweeted a lot of disparaging comments about the Viking Raiders and the ring gear. Uh, YogiBerry82 says, dare you to say that to their face? Shite bag if you didn't. Well, how can I say that to their face? Because I, I have no access to the backstage area of <laughs> WWE. Or I would say it. That's the only thing stopping me. Um, Grado, you remember last week he revealed that he basically asked Scott Hall for a square goal. I never asked him for a square goal. He has challenged Scott Hall to a fight. Um, and uh, BGCP Comic Cons on Twitter has asked if we can have a 10 minute section each week where Grado talks about offering square goals to wrestlers well no we can't uh, because time is uh, is important in this show we need all the time we can get for these great guests and great chat Grado who do you think who in the wrestling world do you think you could legitimately bar? Marco Stunt or um, um, him that tagged with Hulk Hogan with the one leg oh Zach Aye. Aye. Ian Riley has got a great question now this for future reference is the kind of question I want asked on this show this is the stuff I'm interested in Ian Riley has asked Gradle who is the sweatiest wrestler you've ever wrestled I'm going to guess don't say mm -hmm. the, the sweatiest wrestler you've ever worked with is Vader Vader or Crater tell me about Crater because I, I need to be honest here I feel as if I'm reasonably up on wrestling but I hadn't seen Crater before the world of sports stuff mate Crater is well because he used to he had the shittiest gimmick before where he put green face paint on and all that and they kind of made him look like a dick on British boot camp where they made him do like 20 press ups and he'd done like 4 and gave up right. but I think they kind of edited that quite kind of dodgy to make him look worse than what he was mm -hmm. anyway I was knows that again he gets a mask and um Mate, I, I just, I, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I love it. I mean, I, when I book when I book him for my family bash, that's who the most family that's audience see, love that they big giant monster. That, that's why I got told to answer his open challenge. I love stuff like that big, massive guy that's missing. Yep. He can move about. Honestly, creator is an attraction. Aye, exactly. An, and you need to miss it. It's a wrestling game. You need attractions. Um, yes. So he's sweaty though. Big sweaty bastard, big sweaty guy. You know, I mean, you yeah. go be, you go sweaty. You know, that's um, a shame. But I hope he doesn't feel bad that I've said that. Why wrestlers are supposed to be sweaty? Yeah, See, if exactly. I was in wrestling a guy and he was dry, I'd be like, <sighs> "What the fuck's wrong with this guy?" Sure, I've said that before. The amount of times I come out, the, I come out to the ring and I go in the eight by tens and do my sign, and they'll go, "Oh, you're sweating." I'm going, "Fucking right, of course I'm sweating. Just rest out." Too right, man. Uh, mere wrestlers in strange places, by the way. Uh, Gary Henderson is back with more wrestler spots in East Colbride nightclubs. Looks like Gary Henderson may be making up some porky pies. Uh, he says his mate met Carlito in downtown nightclub toilets, and all he could ask him was, you think Jesus is out there stabbing folk? <laughs> no. Gordon Taylor has said that his mate scanted Funaki in the Burns Mall in Kelly. No, no obviously that, that's made up, but I wish it was true. I wish it was true. That's the Fanaki mention of the week going done. At least we get that, and I don't think Wolfgang will mention Fanaki, so it's good to get him in. Uh, Scott Murray bumped into Grado and Mary Hill a few years back. Whereabouts in Mary Hill was it in the gym? No, it was in Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> even he, even videoed me for his Snapchat. You videoed the guy. Well, you know I like to upload my scoff to 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 my Instagram and Snapchat and stuff like that. So that possibly, in fact, I, I can I know exactly what Mary Hill Greg's that is. That'll be the man across the road for the comedy unit. Yes, I will. Be. So probably in between writing stuff and stuff like that or meetings. And big uh, thanks to WWE star Isla Dawn. Uh, this is uh, the WWE are starting to catch on to the podcast. She says, "I'm a bit late catching up on it all, but wrestling daft is very, very good. Not even just for wrestling fans." P.S. Robert Florence, does this tweet mean I get a better Christmas present than Louise Stewart this year? Revealing that indeed Isla Dawn is my niece. 
And no, I, she's not even getting a present at all. So I don't know what I don't normally. Do you get buy? Her. Her? Do I don't you normally get her a present. No, we don't. Do you know what? I buy money stuff? I need uh, that shot. Uh, well, Do you? I, I'm keeping my personal opinions to myself. I can't. That, that's that's not for me. Do you to buy say. your niece stuff? Aye, she's my niece for fuck's sake. How many nieces have you got? I've got two and I've got two. And How many nephews, nephews have you got? I've got two nieces and two nephews. Four. And two nephews. What ages by are the they? Way? What ages are they? What ages well, are my, my niece is 27. Oh, really? I was an uncle when I was three. So you don't have a cut off. You don't have a cut off like no way in anymore. I'm not buying my niece's nah, presents. Nah, because she buys me stuff. Well, Isla Dawn Fuck is making all that WWE money now and she's no bought me. Fuck all. You know what I mean? She's on that WWE money now. She's on that Vinnie Mac money now. She works for the McMahon. She's working for that. Vinny Mac, no. Ching, ching, no. Gredo asked the question, what was the connection, you remember this, between Gail's mum from Kilmarnock and Chavo Guerrero? What is the connection between Gail's mum and Chavo Guerrero? Did Craig, somebody get it right? Craig went for the obvious, Chavo pumped Gail's mum. <laughs> That's not right. That's not true. No. Brian says, Chavo is Gail's mum's best Avon customer. <laughs> no true, but, but funny. Gary says that Gail's mum might be the woman that goes, Oh, Chavo. In the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a voice artist. Sean, however, says, Is it Gail Rankin from Glow's mum? Because Rankin was trained by Chavo for the series. Sean, well done. You absolutely nailed it. Gail Rankin, an actress for the UK who... Uh, moved to America to make it big and became a character on Glow so was trained by Chavito Guerrero and that is the connection that is an amazing story there you go Gail's mum must be so proud yep and remember you can get in touch with us to get involved in this fantastic part uh, by hitting us up on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast and just plain old Wrestling Daft I tell you um, on Facebook what he's um, he's got an update on the piles eh do I want an update in the piles? No, it's Christmas. Right. Do I want an update in the fucking piles? Okay. It's Christmas. Right. Now, each week, we like to look at the good and the bad of professional wrestling as we bury and put over what has happened that week. Bury is negative. as like, put in the ground. Bury and right in the ground like a corpse. Putting it over is like, I'm going to put you all this war into the nice world. What are you, Grado, wanting to bury or put over this week? <clears throat> I, mean, I know there's stuff on AEW you must want to bury. Well, no, 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 no. Well, the AEW stuff... When the, the the gang attacked the Young Bucks, it was that Japanese heat, as I like to call it. <laughs> no reaction at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, right, was, okay. The, the, now, we have spoken before right. about how we need to watch some Japanese wrestling, right? I need to show you say Japanese heat is fucking no reaction at all. I'll show you some reactions, mate. Don't you ever well, say that. And by the way, I just want to quickly say, there's some wee guy on fucking Twitter, I can't remember his name, who started making fucking pops at me about talking about Japanese wrestling, right? Slagging me as if, like, listen, mate, if you're fucking into wrestling, you need to be into Japanese wrestling, right? The fucking purity of fucking puro, the puro poo purity, right? Don't you ever, don't you ever fucking tune out, delete this show for your podcast, so unsubscribe! What, unsubscribe! What the fuck is strong style anyway? Is JRC, what the fuck is that? Jim McLeod uh, has got in touch to bury the WWE's treatment of Matt Hardy recently. Three weeks of losing in a row since he returned. He legit looked pissed off and he's walk of shame at the back. Just feel like, for his last run, we're trying to damage his character. Fucking get a grip yourself, Jim. There's fucking real problems in the world. Jim he's McLeod. worrying about Matt Hardy. Can Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy has got money. He's got that big house. He's got that big ranch. He's got that beautiful wife. He's got a beautiful wings. He doesn't need fucking Jim McLeod. Have a nice Christmas, Jim. Uh, by the way, you, you, you never let me uh, finish burying stuff. Right, bury somebody then. Burying the whole fact 
that WWE put on pay-per-views solely based on, for example, TLC, Hell, Hell in a Self. That, for me, is lazy as fuck. Come on to Bastion Hill, right? Come on. I remember back in the day when Mankind or whatever would go, right, we've wrestled umpteen times, now we're going to do it in a hell and a cell. Yep. And you'd buzz off it and go, there's going to be a Hell in a Cell match. Special. Once or twice a year, you make it special. Mm -hmm. No, five or six in the one nicht. You know what I mean? Aye. I'm going to, I want to join you here. TLC and all. I want to join you here. I'm burying. It's burying the legacy of WrestleMania 17. The TLC is burying the legacy of WrestleMania 16. It's burying a lot of legacies. I feel the way Jim McLeod feels. I'm burying TLC and all because I came to a conclusion within myself the other night when I was watching this show. I was thinking to myself, you know what? A ladder match, ladder matches are 90% of them are shite. 90% of ladder matches are shite. You've obviously not seen me versus Eli Drake on Impact. Mate, I have, that's the main, that's the one I've watched on a loop. To, to, no, I, I just, I just, table ladders, chairs. Oh my! I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want a pay-per-view built around it. Tables, boring. What can you do with a table? Go through it. Punk goes through it. Ladder. What do you do with a ladder? And also, you, you see that thing where they hit each other with the ladders and all that ladders are just wobbly and light looking. Crap. No, it's not. Fucking crap. By the way, it's... It, they're heavy. Ladders are heavy. Are they? Well, oh, they are. I would happily get hit with a ladder. And it's safe to get body slammed on them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jim McLeod wants to put over Becky Lynch trying to protect wee Kyrie Sane by pushing her under the ring to gear time to recover and keep her out of harm's way. Stephen Andrew Dunn wants to put over Leighton Buzzard capturing the Zero-G title. Yes, indeed. ICW. That's my boy. And he wants to bury the Lana Lashley storyline. Absolutely right. Name me a bury in it. Name me a bury in it. We've spoke about this for six weeks, right? We get it. The storyline's shite. Kieran Graham has got in touch to put over Bray Wyatt's performance as Funhouse Bray at TLC, the best thing on the show by far. No. A, that's a lot of shite. It wasn't the best thing on the show. The best thing in the show was, if I'm being honest, the Alistair Black match. Alistair Black and what's his name? Um, Australian Buddy boy Murphy. Buddy Murphy what a finish what a, what a finish he what was what John was watching T TLC I'm sorry John I apologise John go on what a finish that was a good finish uh, what a match that was by the way it was hard hitting it was intense slightly let down a wee bit by the fact that Alistair Black's can he protect his nose properly in the ring get his nose smashed because he's very sloppy in the ring but it was a great match um, uh, I really enjoyed it Bray's performance Bray, it was fun here's, here's the thing about Bray Wyatt though I'm still waiting. Great, good character working the ring. I'm still waiting for a good match. Give him time. I'm still. Is that stick? I'm, this is what he says backstage before it goes out. Hey, why you stick a red light on? Because I'm going out to have another shiter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having another shiter out there, so go <laughs> stick that red light on so nobody sees me. <laughs> Only joking, Bray. Bray, I love you. Only kidding, Bray. I love Bray. you, Bray. Only kidding. Uh, Nathan Lyon wants to bury TLC for being called TLC. Hates PPVs named after gimmick so matches. So do I, mate. I'm with you, Nathan. With the exception of the Royal Rumble, and I he says... I don't like many people called Nathan. It's a horrible name, but... Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Hello, Nathan. Sha Samuels. He wants to put over. First time I've heard him out of character. He's a good one. Oh, aye. Harky wants to bury that stupid Eric Rowan budgie carrier storyline. I bet there's fuck all in it, he says. Right. So <laughs> what do you think's going to be in it? Better's fuck all in it. It's better like when Kane tain off his mask and he just had a bit of fucking mask mascara on. Aye. Remember that? That was pure shite. That was it? a wee bit disappointing. That was a wee bit. Kane could be in the cage. Mm. Think he'd fit in it? Think he could squeeze in it? How shite was that bit when Kane got unmasked? And he had a wee bit of a smoky eye, like he'd just done a YouTube tutorial. I was like, he'd done a YouTube <laughs> makeup tutorial, he had a wee bit of a smoky eye on the go. 
Um, Scott McKenzie wants to put our WWE reboot and Daniel Bryan back to the start of his popularity. It now feels he could have a credible feud with a fiend. <sighs> Go ahead, Matt. This feels terrible, right? But I can't get into Daniel Bryan. How can you not get into Daniel Bryan? No. He's like, listen, the guy. This, the oh, guy's a great worker. I, that's what I'm saying. I loved him as the American Dragon. I loved him in the Indies. I loved him as as, as Brian Danielson when he was in Ring of Honor. Well, I still imagine, call I still was, call him Brian Danielson. Yeah, so actually, he's cooler. It's very cooler, but for me, you know, when he since he's been WWE, you know, he's been put in that mold. He's got the WWE mold. He's just lost his character. I mean, I want to see the American Dragon. I want to see, you know, how he worked for Dixon in the All Star camps. You know, that's what I want to see. I don't want to say yes, yes, yes. It's cheap. I don't like it. Move on, Rob. Well, Neil, look, you're going to you're going to have to watch him wrestling a guy that cuts a bit with a fucking rubber head. So, <laughs> um, Mark wants to put over Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black stealing the show. Sure did. And he wants to bury Charlotte Church, slapping Kyrie saying across the face after Kyrie. I love how we're just calling her Charlotte Church now. That's it. That's who Charlotte is now. She's Charlotte Church on this show. If we ever get Charlotte Flair on this show, we should get her to sing a Charlotte Church song Aye, just to fucking Aye. fold the universe Aye. and own itself. I'm sure we'd have a whale of a time. Get it, whales? No. Um, Chris, <sighs> Chris wants to bury Jim Ross talking far too much about how he solves his flaccid penis problem before reminding oh. us all that he shaves his <laughs> pubes. What is this about? This is brilliant. You don't know what he's talking about? No, 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 no. no. Oh, mate, that, that's fucking... This is tweeted of the week for me already. Honestly, so on his podcast, they, they uh, advertised Viagra and Bottrimmers. Right. And you know the way, like, he takes it far too seriously. All you need to do is just go, right, look, Bluetooth, it works. Uh, Boss trimmers at worst, but he fucking has to get into great detail about how oh you never know when you needed to get the blue chew, it's handy in your pocket, and you know, you want to be manscaped down there, you want to be a trim. Hey, mate, JR, I don't want to imagine you thinking about you shaving your boys, mate. I don't want to imagine you shaving your boys in your hotel room and thinking that you're going to pick up a bird and fucking get a rager or a hard on. My God, look at that erect penis! That was a wee impersonation of Jim Ross there. <sighs> Bye, John. Can you imagine JR? Rubbing all that barbecue sauce in his buzz. That's why. That's why it's annoying. To shave it off. He, at the start of this week's podcast as well, he's gone. You know, if you're out there wanting to get some gifts, you know, he's got JR's mustard, tomato sauce. Who the fuck's going to buy somebody fucking mustard for Christmas? Listen, my dad used to love getting mustard for Christmas. All right, okay. So some old dads love that kind of stuff. All mustard right, and relishes, not right? So that's burying and putting over. Um, oh, by the way, before we go, Chris. Also wants to put over Shah as Santa Claus at the excellent ICW Christmas show at the garage. Great show as always. Missed it because it was a panel, but also GR, you need to hear for you need to listen to some of the commentary on that AEW, right? I'll, I love GR's the best, but sometimes I just think they don't like what they're watching, and sometimes half the time they don't know what the fuck's going on. They basically mm -hmm. buried Tony Khan last night at the start of the show by going, um, I mean, this match is a pay-per-view match. I have no idea why it's on TV. Why are we putting it up for free? It should have been on the pay-per-view and you're thinking, they really mean that? There's a wee, you're starting to see it, Mayor, with AEW now. There's just a wee crack. There's a wee lack of polish there. It's just a lack of production polish. But do you know I what think? they'll get away with? But because it's so over online, they can get away with it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. They, 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 but they, they need to keep an eye on it. They can't do anything wrong. Tony like, can. I'm a television professional. Tony, if you want to get in touch with me, fling us a wee bit of money. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll sort out your production. If you want to hire me, mate, I'm all right, mate. I could, I'm, I'm free, you know, I'm free. He's the hottest. He's like, oh, my God, it's Graham Steveley, the hottest free agent. He's here in EW, it's Graham Steveley. Oh, my God. My city's just started picking right. up. Right. How the fuck did that happen? That's that. <laughs>
Now, no doubt you're going to get some really shite Christmas presents this year as per, so why not treat yourself to a Wrestling Daft t-shirt? You can head to our merch stand right now where you will find Wrestling Daft hoodies and t-shirts, a Margaret Erefiend t-shirt, and a t-shirt in tribute to Wrestling's Greatest Three, some chips, cheese and donor meat. I'll hopefully see them in action next year at some point. Just head to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash Wrestling Daft now. Don't worry, we'll stick a link on Twitter and Facebook. Of course we will. Now, last week we asked you to choose our new design, and it was between A, crud, after Gredo's big rant about the Fiend's belt, classic, classic rant, B, ich habe eine Bruder und ein Schwester, that's the only German phrase, the only German phrase that Gredo knows, I'm not even sure what it means, something to do with a brother and sister, or C, I'm going to take the bump for you, an ode to the Honky Tonk Man's backstage antics at Preston. See, I mean, these are bizarre t-shirts they have, aren't they? And you could be wearing them. You could be wearing them. Now, as it's Christmas, we decided to make the top two designs up so you can now be the proud owner of a crud or I'm going to take the bump for you t-shirt, which you can find at the shop, and I really like that I'm going to take a bump for you one. Uh, if you did buy a t-shirt, send us a pic on social media so we can feature you in our Hall of Fame. Joining the Hall of Fame this week are friends of the show, Gary Cassidy, who got himself a Margaret Erefiend t-shirt, and Mania85, who went for the Wrestling Daft logo, t-shirt in black very classic look a classic look for Christmas so get yourself involved spend all your Christmas money all it at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash forward slash wrestling daft last week you might remember our listener Foz put out PBW's Daz Black now after a bit of googling we discovered there was a, a very popular YouTuber and actor he's an actor Apparently. I ah, will. I've not seen him in anything. Called Daz Black. So we suggested that the, the wrestler Daz Black was going to have to change his name so there was no confusion with this YouTuber and actor, apparently. Daz Black, right? So we wanted your suggestions. We're glad to see that Daz has joined us in the studio today to hear these suggestions. Daz, thanks for coming in. Hello, Daz. Thanks for having me. Hello. Looking as handsome as ever. He's very, very, very handsome. So, <laughs> so what stage are you at in your career now? How long have you been training? Uh, I've been training about six years. Um, started when I was 12, I think. That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> How did, who, who was your first training session with? Uh, TJ Rage. Right, so did you go to Airdrie then? Yeah, started at Airdrie, yeah. And so how does that work out then? Does, does your parents take you? Is it, yeah. Do you um, say, look, I want to go and be a wrestler? This is... and Because and, where is it you live? Uh, Penrith in the Lake District. So that I mean, that's not the nearest wrestling school. No, no. <laughs> no. So why did you decide? Um, well, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a wrestler. Obviously, so I was searching for different schools, and there was some in England, but I was like, mm, I want to find the best one. So I was searching, search, searching. I found this one, yes. and on the website there was a picture of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I was like. I mean, that was right. my set. Aye. You, know? you knew you had to come to Scotland. Exactly. Yeah, where it's happening, where it's happening. Aye. I love Aye. it. I love Daz Black. Aye, so, so, just, so, just to say, so, you're, so you're, you're 12, 13 at this point. Yeah. And you're, are, are you aware of British wrestling at this point? Have you seen, like... Not loads of it, nah, no. No, so yeah. you're just, at this point, you're WWE. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. That's why I was instantly... And what, and what is the goal? You want to be in WWE? Oh, yeah. That's Definitely. the goal. Yeah. That's the that's the goal. Beautiful. Right. What about Gredo's big family wrestling bash? That's a good company. Aye. Another goal of that, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you book him, wouldn't you? Ah, uh, well, right. You book him for that. When uh, is the next one? 14th of March, the ideal gift for Christmas. Why uh, Why have you got uh, <laughs> Darren Connell for Scott Squad doing an appearance in it? You've never asked me to do anything. 
Did I not ask you to do something like that? Never asked me to do anything like that, mate. There must be a reason why he wasn't on that. No, you've never asked me, mate. Right, we'll discuss, so, that. We'll discuss this off air. Somebody doesn't want uh, somebody to steal the glory film. That's the only yeah. I can imagine. Or somebody that you don't want me to eat all the sweeties that you fling out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's also uh, been a development, by the way, in the situation, right, Daz, as the, the, the YouTuber, Daz Black, has has been in touch. Really? Yeah, he's, he's he's heard what's happened about me, and I called I called the YouTuber guy a geek, right? Which he is. Yeah, he coming is a, for you. I come. I mean, fucking ex- video gaming. But, but I'm 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 a kind of I'm old school, so it's cool for me. I'm like right. a veteran kind of. Right. But this is like some young geeky guy calls himself an actor. That's black, right? So he's got in touch saying like, oh, how about we get in the ring and fight? the name right because you know what youtubers are like they're always trying to get any wee bit of publicity any wee they're desperate right they're desperate people so he wants to challenge our daz black right wrestler handsome young guy want to challenge him to to battle for the name or something right I mean we should just fucking go let's go to his door we should all just fucking go down wreck this guy like shoot just shoot wreck him let's go in and, and, and hack his youtube Hacky just YouTube. upload hundreds of videos of me and you with our taps off. Drag him out in his house, stretch him. We'll just, we'll just all stretch him out in his aye, garden. Aye. Right? Now, the listeners have got in touch with some new suggestions for names for, for Daz Black, right? I'm going to just put them to you, right? And you just tell me yes or no, right? Mm-hmm. Paul Key says, Daz Automatic. <laughs> right, okay. Do you like it? I mean... Do you get it? Yeah. Because it's it. old soap powder, right? Yeah. Daz Automatic. I, think I actually quite, them. I actually quite like the name Daz Automatic. Daz Automatic, even if it wasn't a pun on the fucking soap powder, Daz Automatic is actually quite cool. Yeah, I like the sun, like the second Daz name automa- automa- Automatic. That's original. Is, yeah, it's almost like it's quite cool, isn't it? It's, like, right. it's almost like that guy. It comes out as automatic for mm, him. He's just mm. like fucking grade aye, automatic. Aye. Terry Automatic. Uh, Undertaker Automatic. Aye. Sean Automatic. Uh, Stephen Louch says the Daz Daz doorstep challenge, and you could have Shane Ritchie as your manager. Steve, I mean, that's just. This I mean, is a young guy here. He's getting the interest in fucking Shane Ritchie, and I mean, come I on don't now. even know who that is. Exactly. I mean, there you go. You could be called. You could be called Doctor Daz, who was my doctor, Doctor Daz, and he and was, was he the guy who gave you the colonic? No, but what we used to do is we used to chap his door and run away, and we called that the Daz doorstep challenge. <laughs> Uh, Danny Edwards says Axel Jet. Hmm. Oh. Um, Michael says the heartbreak Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, funny. you've done well there, Michael. Kid Fight oh. says, and you should listen to Kid Fight here because this guy knows how to sell a T-shirt or yeah. two. This guy knows how to sell some merch. Says Johnny Machine. Johnny Machine. No, I'm going to take Johnny Machine and splice it up with automatic and yeah. call it Johnny Automatic. Johnny Automatic is a fucking brilliant Johnny Automatic. Johnny Automatic. Aye, aye. Mark Dallas. And you need to, I mean, you need to pay attention. Oh, Mark Dallas, Dallas loves starts up, talking. Dallas loves to make names up. Johnny yeah. Rocket Jr. So there's another Johnny. That's Johnny. interesting, isn't it? Johnny Rocket Jr. Do I look like a Johnny? Yeah. Do, do you look a wee bit like aye. a Johnny? Aye. Do you look a bit like a Johnny? Johnny, Johnny Automatic is quite... Johnny Machine, Johnny Johnny Automatic. automatic. Right, your name is Daz Black. Yeah. Would he? What would you rather keep, Daz or Black? Daz. Right. So, are you Darren? Uh, Daryl. Daryl. Daryl right. Black is your name. Is Daryl Black is your real name? No, Daryl Thwaites. All right. I mean, that's a shit second name, so we could <laughs> yeah, use exactly. that. Right. Well, why don't we get rid of Black then? Aye. Why don't we get rid of Black? Because there's, there's we there, don't there, need are, that. there are already people with a surname Black. There's Alistair Black. 
is in the WWE just now. Who can mm-hmm. he? He can't get through a match without getting his nose broke. He's that clumsy and sloppy in the ring. So you don't want to take his name. Mm. Yeah. PG Black, so you know, South African guy. Yeah. Da- oh, fuck. Right. So if you want to keep Daz, we need to think about right. this longer. We're right. going to have to get. Jo- we're, right. we're going to have to think about this. We need mere input for the listeners. You've not heard anything you want. No. Yeah, how, anyway. How many matches have you heard? Oh, uh, maybe 30. 30, right. What's your, what's your biggest match been? Biggest, like, event would have been Fair, Fair and Loathing. And, uh, well, what did you do at Fair and Loathing? I was on the pre-show Battle Royal. Oh, oh yeah. Grado was on that show. Yeah. Grado was on that show and he had no idea that Daz was on it. This is the kind that you can see now. Mate, do you think I was... Hold on now. Do you think I was there on time for the fucking pre-show Battle Royal? No, you can see now the kind of attitude that Grado has to the, 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 the rest of the roster. He doesn't even know who's on the fucking show. Did you know who you were in a match with, Grado? Well, I was thinking when he said fear and loathing, he might have been one of the Neds over the Lumberjacks <laughs> during right, the right, fucking right. match with Remy. He might have been in the match with you. I'd have been embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Grado. Well, no. Let's let's get. We need to get more input. We've not decided on this yet. Come on. Would you be up for fighting you? the YouTuber Daz Black Definitely. if somebody would put that together? Definitely. If we get this wee guy up, right? So the deal is, he doesn't. You don't want to change your name. No. Right, you might be Daz Black. I think you... I'm the better Daz Black. I think oh! I can... oh, yes! Yes! I know I am. Right, 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 right. Cut a okay. Right, come on. Right, hold on, hold on. Okay. You've got 30 seconds to cut a promo on this Daz Black. Tell him. <laughs> no, remember. Him. On the YouTuber. Come on. come on. He's a YouTuber, he's a virgin. Get <laughs> yourself up and just... I'll okay, we start He's a virgin, he's a YouTuber. Right, right. this guy, right. go. Well, uh, Daz, actor, possibly. Former Viner. That's about it, really. You like to make your success off of an app that's now dead. I like how you took little videos of yourself because people can only stand you for about seven seconds at a time. Whereas I like to get myself over by people better than me putting me over. People like Stevie Boy, like Kenny Williams, like Grado last week, yep. Yeah, you put out the challenge yourself, but you haven't seemed to reply to anything. Sounds to me like you're a bit scared of me. So all I'm gonna say is, I don't need seven seconds to put you down. I only need three. Yes! Yes, oh! yes man! Oh, stand on that Beautiful. That's black. You, you fucking Look nailed it. Beautiful. You are going to be in the battle royale the Grado's family bash. You've earned the booking. Yes. £20 in X's. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Dad, for coming on. Let's see where this rolls up to next, man. Hey, let's see, see how it goes. Great. Thanks for having me. Hey, no bother to big man. Thanks very much. You're the man. You just made the list! The end of the year is almost upon us. It's time to take a look back at the last decade and decide for ourselves who were the best wrestlers of the decade. Who's the best? Gredo, I, I hope you've got a, a list here. It's very hard to make a list. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero didn't exist in this decade. What? Oh, fuck. So you never have 2010. See, I'm Sadly. A kid. Oh, it's 2010. Only. Right, Sadly, didn't that. Know. Right, okay. So for 2010... Right, my wrestler of the decade, John Cena. Only one rule, step up or step aside. And over the years, there's been a few to step up, but nobody to ever keep up. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer. Because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. Rock wanted me to write his song tonight, but I would never be his mouthpiece. Because Rock's like LeBron James. He took his talent straight down to South Beach. 
fighting the truth is getting scary because they weren't chanting Rocky last week. They were chanting Tooth Fairy. He got me invested in the CM Punk stuff. He had um, great matches with uh, Kevin Owens, uh, matches with The Rock. Uh, for me, John Cena. You know what? I'm going to agree with you, Gredo. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you that the wrestler of the decade is John Cena. I think John Cena uh, was underappreciated mm-hmm. for so much of this decade. Yeah. A guy who always turned up, who always turned up, always had a great match, um, always elevated rivalries with him. And even, even towards the end, I mean, obviously he's not been wrestling much lately, you know what I mean? But even towards the end of the decade, where he was doing that, you know, he, he was doing that, he was like open challenge thing. Yeah. And guys like Kevin Owens coming out and fucking having absolute... Like show Bar stealing, stormers. show stealing, barnstormers. barnstormers with guys like Kevin Owens. But this is the thing, though, is the thing you need to remember. Like, what would a, a match like that have meant to a guy like Kevin mm-hmm. Owens coming in for the Indies, coming in NXT, and then coming on to the big shows up there and wrestling John Cena and John Cena fucking then mm-hmm. a run a, a match like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has to be John Cena. He's the guy who carried the WWE through the best part of the decade and uh, and a brilliant ambassador for wrestling as yeah. well. Also enjoyed him on Total Divas. I don't know how you could. I don't know how you could choose anybody else. Total Divas. I love that. I love the way that he just didn't like using his kitchen because it was too clean. And <laughs> I always wanted to eat it. Aye, I respect that, mate. I respect that. When as you well. fear that, I respect that. Leave your boots. Fuck your. Just leave your boots. But but I want to. Uh, so a big shout out to John Cena, and we'll give him a wee tweet or something. We'll tell him that wrestling daft chose him unanimously right. as the wrestler of the decade. Um, but here's what you guys had to say. Aye, so Sean Mullen has said Chris Jericho. Not just because he's a friend of the show, but the number of times he's reinvented himself oh, makes him a standout. Brilliant, brilliant. He's definitely up there. Definitely Somebody up there. went and tweeted me last night that uh, he's fouling me, which with this panel run, it could be true. You're losing a but lot of weight. But I'm not calling Jericho fat, and nobody fucking grass me in because I'm in a group chat with him. You're losing a lot so of weight, mate. So fucking grass me. And listen, you don't, need to be, you don't need to be slim and trim and abs and look like you're doing CrossFit and all that when you're the fucking champ. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. It's like you're a champ. Nobody can topple you. You can look however you want. Pat Killen also says the champion, Chris Jericho, drink it in, man. And Jericho has had an amazing decade. We've got yes. loads of Jerichos here, so we're going to skip, skip by these Jericho Aye. ones. Uh, Stevie soon. McBride says, anything other than Daniel Bryan is the wrong answer disagree yep strong disagree there uh, Daniel Bryan is great I think is great but he is not a guy who had to carry a company on his shoulders uh, like John Cena did uh, Lee Jeffrey Daniel Bryan with the yes movement many a moment sad retirement the excitement of me is coming back and what a lovely lovely man agreed but I think even Daniel Bryan would say to you John Cena is the man of the decade aye Bryan would say that because the brother was <laughs> well, they're no enemy, are they? I don't know. No, no because uh, N- Nicky and uh, John Cena oh, split up. Oh shit! Let's but move on. Let's not touch that. There is no ge- there is no doubt a guy like Daniel Bryan respects fucking John right, Cena. They probably still right? keep in touch, mate. Like, oh, oh, mate I know we're not brother-in-laws anymore, but we'll still talk to one another. Still going to pictures, see right. Star Wars. We'll go, see, go and see Star Wars, Cena. Uh, I wonder if Cena left the, the family group chat. Yeah, probably did. Wonder, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Kyle would have to say Daniel Bryan. But he says, looking closer to home, I'd say BT Gunn has had a great decade winning all ICW belts. Yeah, that's good. Also, some guy called Gradle, he done well this year. Just ask him about TNA. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba and the Sundance Wolf says, without doubt, Okada. Fuck he's, off. He's feud with... Fuck off. His matches with Omega. It's not because, because like, I don't like it. The matches are too long. 
I'm not sitting for an hour he watching that. all the money. He tried. He tried to get some Japanese stuff in, but we, we just need to... Tanahashi's We have good. to go with the popular uh, vote here. I love Tanahashi. He's like the American... He's like the Japanese John Cena to me. Right, okay. Right. Um, Drew McIntyre. Michael David Hickenbottom says that Drew McIntyre has single-handedly changed wrestling worldwide in the later part of the decade. Work ethic showed how he properly take over the Indies, deserved his return, and a hopeful push to the big title. His return to ICW was incredible. Pushed Scottish wrestling scene to the best in the world. It was a beautiful period, that... Aye. I he did he did he uh, he single handedly pushed Scottish wrestling himself <laughs> definitely he definitely single handedly without a doubt Drew McIntyre single handedly put ICW wait a minute hold on <laughs> here. he didn't say single handedly anywhere this boy but still I think even Big Drew would say you've got to look at John Cena Adam I, Gibson no but by the way Drew, Drew, I remember Drew was working on New York on a Friday, wrestling in Glasgow on a Saturday right. and fucking back. In That's the, an ethic, isn't it? Mate, he was working his hoop off. Adam Gibson says, for me, it has to be The Miz. <laughs> Multi-time USIC tag champ, WWE champ, made the Intercontinental title relevant, made Daniel Bryan relevant while he was out injured, movies, oh. reality show. Kieran Smith also echoing these sentiments. By the way, I'm a The Miz has had an amazing decade. The Miz has had an amazing decade. It's had some brilliant periods, you know what I mean? First WrestleMania, and it's Cena and The Miz. Get over it, man. Get over it. Anthony Clark says, Randy Orton, who's always been at the top of his game, and Miz, who's adapted his character so much over the last decade. It's, it's, it's a difficult thing. You've got to look at consistency over the decade, and you've got to think, man, Cena was there, wasn't he? Susie Shaw says, for me, it's Becky Lynch. She was almost an afterthought when she was brought up with Charlotte. The focus was on Charlotte and Paige the whole time. She didn't seem to get the chances that others seemed to get. Then she became the man and dominated yes. the whole division. However... It's only been in the past couple of years, really, isn't it? Technically, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's not a decade. Yeah, we can't exactly, you know, maybe in the past few years, but the decade, I'd... <laughs> it's an argument, isn't it? John McCluskey. It's a topic for another day. John McCluskey says, most will probably disagree, but for me, it's Cena. McCluskey, boy. We agree with you, side, mate. mate. We agree with you. We are a Cena gang. Me, you and... Me, Grado and McCluskey. Stuart Gipp. Says it's got to be Cody Rhodes for me. Frigon, toe to with WWE and making a Western wrestling product I actually want to watch. A Western wrestling product? What? Hey, Fraser Smith says Roman Reigns. Good right, shout. All right, Good all shout. Right. Gary says you want some arse licking? I'll give you some. <laughs> Legitimately for me, Grado. Oh. He got me into Scottish wrestling. He got my mates in it. He started a boom which resulted in WWE UK as we know, Grado started WWE UK. <laughs> that dafty is directly responsible for so much of the good stuff in UK wrestling right now. You know what? You fucking... If, if it was about the British wrestler of the decade, if the question was the British wrestler of the decade, and I'm going to surprise Grado with this, because this isn't planned. You'd have a fucking good shout for uh, that, didn't you? I don't know, man. I don't know. Mate, who <laughs> is the big mainstream crossover guy in British wrestling in the uh, past decade? That's oh, me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I could be man, mate, but do you know what? I've had a brilliant decade. You what have, a brilliant mate. decade, man. Honestly, I've lived my dreams. I get to sit here with one of my best mates, John, and uh, you know, get to <laughs> and get to talk about wrestling each week and I love it. I love it fat. So I can't be any happier with this decade and hopefully this next decade, if I survive it, it'll be a good one. You'll survive it, mate. So you need to go for the world now. You need to be the best wrestler in the world yep. next yep. decade, right? Yep. It's now time for your chance to win beer in our Beer 52 match of the week. Now, last week, our match was the great Muta versus Hiroshi Hase from December 1992. 
selected by me. And we asked the question, what concept did this introduce this match? And the answer was, of course, the Muta scale, which is used by wrestling fans to describe the amount of bloodshed in a match. Great, the fact there was so much blood lost in that match we featured all Muta was bleeding everywhere. Now, thanks to everybody that entered and congratulations to James Houston on Twitter, who got it right. Right now, we get more chances for you to win beer. We pick a classic wrestling match to watch. That's what we normally do. And we ask you as a question on it, but we're going to do something different this time, right? What we want you to do is to tweet us with a wrestling match for us to watch. We're just heading into the Christmas break, aren't we? We want you to get in touch and give us a match for us to watch. And then I'm going to watch some of these matches that you suggest. And the one I like the best is going to win the beer. So you can enter very, very simply by just getting on the Wrestling Daft Facebook page or replying to his own Twitter at Wrestling Daft with the match of your choice. Right? Winners must be over 18, of course, stay in the UK. Uh, and, now listen, apart from that, you can get free beer from Beer52 as well. All you need to do is go to beer52.com slash wrestling and we can sort out free beers for you. Just cover the 4 95 for the postage and we'll get that beer to you. And as you're a Wrestling Daft listener, we'll give you two extra free beers on your first box. That's a total of... 10 free beers 10 beautiful round number it's a monthly subscription service for beer so just go to beer52.com forward slash wrestling name and backslashes to get your first case of 10 beers for absolutely nothing please welcome me wrestling daft one of the ICW originals former heavyweight champion Currently one half NXT UK's tag team champions, part of Gallus. Big welcome to Wolfgang. Merry Christmas to you as well. Merry Christmas, Rob. Ho ho howl you doing is the the festive. Yes, man. We have a big proper howl at the end of. I love that. Aye, brilliant to have you here, man. I'm so glad that he's here. I'm so glad that he's here. He's in the room, by the way, as well. Just want everybody to know that he's no walking about his kitchen, talking like fucking Ken Anderson was. Yep, walking about. You've got me here. You can reach out and touch me. This is, I was saying to... Like, I'm a big fan of the show, so thanks for having me on. Yeah, right away. cool, man. What I was saying to Grado, one of the first times I got to talk to him about it was... I watch a lot of podcasts. I watch a lot of, U- I watch a lot of YouTube, and I probably listen to you guys on YouTube, but I've got nothing to see. Mm-hmm. And if you had something to see, you'd be able to see that I was here. I know he did say right. he, he pulled us up for that. John? I'll be coming with Patreon next year. Right. Patreon oh, okay. video stuff, Nora. Well, that sounds good. That sounds good. Good wee bit of promo for us. But we're here. Listen, we're here to talk about Wolfgang. We're not going to do one of these, uh, one of these interviews where it's all about fucking Gredo. Right? Is that not what they're all about? It's well, just... that's what he tries to do. He tries to turn it all around. He's like, Shatter, what about when you well, met me? What was it like thing, when you met me? Well, actually, the first thing I was going to say was, and now you've put me off it, was you had <laughs> the second best entrance music in ICW after me. There was no better at an ICW show. All right, right. You're talking about the old one. Aye, the Duran Duran. Aye, aye. Hungry Like a Wolf. That was great. Hungry Like a Wolf. Do you know Him that, coming out. I'll tell you how that came about. Aye. So I was I was in between songs, I suppose. I was trying to find an entrance music and I got one made and I thought, right, I'll just I'll go with Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart and I'll <laughs> get a Mozart tune made and I'll try mm-hmm. and make it a bit like Bronson. Like the do 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 like put this whole yep. riff in it and it's just it, it was alright, but it was was that the kind of It was like a kind of Daniel Bryan thing, wasn't it? Aye. Aye. Kinda just it was all it was it was it wasn't good. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Uh, it I wasn't good at all. And then somebody online, somebody on Twitter or Facebook, whatever it was at the time, must have been about 2011 or 12, 
says, oh, I wish Wolfgang would come up to Hungry Little Wolf. If it did, I'd buy everybody in the classic grand a drink. And I messaged Dallas, I was like, well, we'll do it. We'll just we'll get out send us it. It was like a Christmas show. It, we I, I think I remember anyway. exactly it where it was. It was the classic we, grand. Aye, and we went out and we played it. Santa Gravy? Yeah, probably Santa Gravy, aye. aye. Me and Harto. Jesus. Magic. Would that have been Lionheart's retirement match? Been, aye, 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 end quote. And <laughs> when I came think? out to it, everybody went wild. It was oh, the best thing I could have it done. It was a great entrance. Aye. And it really, oh, it, it, did, it, it just shows you what entrance music can do for you. Aye, it, I really understood it there. Like, aye. Absolutely. Like, the, the music makes the guy. And sort of does it kind of disappoint you that you can't, like, do you, do you use own indies? There's different things I use depending on where I am, how I'm feeling, what about a day, Aye. who I'm what about, Do you have the WWE music that you use that The Gallus one, that, that's, I use that for ICW. Right, right. You need to use that there. They've got some, the rights some to that. Some places use it. The, yeah, it's there. They can get you, need, you need to Aye. use it there at ICW. But no, 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 the Gallus one, like my own one. All right, right, right. There, there is, are you the one a, where you can go on Spotify and it's like WWE Wolfgang and that? Aye, How cool does that feel? Everything, everything, everything feels today. cool, doesn't it? <laughs> I know how, because you actually, w- when you first started going to America, you very much reminded me how I was aye. when I first went real there in terms of taking pictures of what oh, you were aye, eating aye. at Cairn. Aye, aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> walking around there, like, walking like uh, five feet behind Shawn Michaels going and saying, my missus a video going, here's Shawn Michaels in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> it wears off so, after it. Well, so, it doesn't really wear off, but... No, but it does. That That's one thing that I... That, you, you always need to kind of sit and pinch yourself and these guys aye. and get, like, we've always, I suppose you've always had your feet in the ground and I've always tried to help you in that regard and go right Gredo you're still here you're still with us. <laughs> but I, every, everything we get today whether it's getting a, getting a song on Spotify or getting to tour the world it's all a bonus like I'm just we're in a studio now and I just stay the other end of Parkhead so I always wanted to be a wrestler and I never felt any of this was going to happen in the last conversations we probably had I was had no ambitions to really push myself and go there Aye. and this ultimately kind of fell on my lap at this, at this point and I thought if it's, if it's this easy to attain, I better start going for it and actually making a go for it and figuring out what I could do if I put my head down. Because it, it was, cause was there a period, did there, did there become a period for you where you were thinking, right, this isn't happening for me? Were you kind, because... No, because... Or did I, you always, were you always thinking like, I, that's still the dream, that's still the goal, or was there a time you took your foot off the pedal a wee bit? Aye, aye. So, like, let's say when Big Galloway went, when he got signed, he was like 21, so I'd have been... Mm-hmm. 2019, 20 something like that. Then, even when he went, it just seemed this unattainable thing. Like they've got the Scottish guy, they've got they've got, they've got McIntyre. Why would they need Wolfgang or anybody else? You know, like, the funny thing is, I always heard a rumor that the WWE wanted you, but you had no interest in going to America. You were you had a girlfriend at the time, and you were you know that wasn't your big dream. Well, I never that's why I, get, that's why I get told that you that you oh, could do you, 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 well, you think that was a misconception though because I think we were always we were talking about maybe a couple of weeks ago me and Gredo were talking about was how you, you've always seemed like the most kind of chilled Aye. relaxed guy like a, a total like fucking calm in the middle because it's mad right the wrestling world's fucking mad but you've always been this kind of calm nice guy in the middle of it all and, and I wonder if like maybe you know, you kind of thought, well, it doesn't look as if because a lot of the guys, a lot of guys, you could see that they were frustrated and stuff like that, that they weren't getting the breaks that they, they felt they deserved. Whereas you never, there never I, seemed to be any bitterness or resentment. Never or anything heard them moan. Never heard no. them moan. No. about anything. Like never. As, as I say, like this was this was something I done in my back garden with my mates Toma uh, and mm-hmm. Richard, and getting to do that was fun. Getting to learn how to wrestle was like getting your first match was always the goal, and then everything that came after that was always bigger and better than the, the thing that came before it 
But I never, I never like when as I, when let me go back to when Galloway went. He says to me at the time we were standing outside my, the Lacala. We'd had these big going away doing. Was, was like, your bar? I'd pulled my shutter down, and before he turned to get in the taxi, he went, "Look, if you want me, to put you in touch with the right people. You can let me know, and you could come with." And I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy being here. I'm, I'm Aye? got a pub, got a mortgage. I'm, I'm happy just to do this, and I, like, I, I don't regret it. I'm kind of kicking myself a wee bit because no, you're, I mean, you're I'm smashing sta- it. I'm right? starting to, I, I'm starting to kind of understand my own ability. That's fascinating to me, that though, because I- because. Going away back, right? Because obviously, we like I'm going away back here to like the SWA days, right? Early SWA days, and and you were like you were BCW, weren't you? Way back then in the yeah. SWA days, and this, you came into SWA. This is the bridge. This is the bridge. This was we the bridge. Uh huh. There was BCW and there was SWA, and that was like WWE and WCW. It was one or the other, and, and there was and, real hatred. Why? Oh, but driven by the guys running it, mm-hmm. there was says you can't work for me if you're going to work for them. And you kind of get that that you don't want the, the same people to appear on different. You did come in and work for SWA. Well, though, that's didn't you? the thing. Aye. What happened was how did it work out? It was, right, it was so me, you. It was me, you, and your partner and my partner. Aye. Aye. We done a. We're sitting at the. We get invited out to Bell's Hill, and Bell's Hill used to be brilliant for wrestling. Mm-hmm. You would get like five, six hundred in there at mm-hmm. the sports centre, no bother. That was SWA. That Aye. was SWA, and we were the BCW boys, and we were invited to come and sit in the crowd, and obviously it was an angle. We were sitting because I definitely filmed on that. I filmed you all that, there. and I filmed your first match with the Lowlanders as well. It was with the Lowlanders, aye, right? Aye, aye, aye. Um, and but I, this it was like a work shoot type aye. type deal, wasn't it? And like even and some they harm me, you like, grado, right? And they harm me, you grado, but. <laughs> But when they boys came in to wrestle the Lowlanders, I was like, look at these fucking guys, man. <laughs> look at these guys. And you're up against these wee boys. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, we did. We look. Honestly, it was like me and Glenn Dunbar looked like a couple of jabronis. And then these cool cats jumped the barrier in the gear, jacked up. Yep. They just looked cool as cats. And but do you know what? It was an it was amazing. For the time it was cool. Aye, aye. I mean, to be honest with you. Like, in, in that time, there was a UKFF, the UK fan forum. There was probably about, like, 70 people that were, like, buzzed off that. Aye, you aye. know what I mean? There wasn't that big, there wasn't a big scene, but for what it was, it was big at the time. It was really big. It was aye. like, holy shit. BCW have just invaded SWA, and SWA, I then, me and Glenn, ended up turning up at BCW. Come on, look. Now, SWA were known for just using their trainees, Right, they mm-hmm. never had any stars. Whereas BCW would bring in Dale Brown, Foley, Aye. whatever, and you know. So I got asked along to do the run in, in BCW, and it was a show where Foley was on. And right, like, right. I just remember being backstage, going, "Holy fuck!" And also, Naughty Bitty, the the SWA promoter, but we never get paid. We never get paid SWA. What happened was what we would get tokens. Right, there's a fiver after your next training session. Right. I remember the BCW promoter <clears throat> after the run-in going, well, £15 day, And I went, aye, <laughs> thanks very much. Thank you. And I'm like, to, I'm like to Glenn, did you get £15? Aye. <laughs> I get £15. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this is, just for the listeners' sake, right, we're, we're really deep diving here, right? This is mm-hmm. like, how many years ago was this? 2006. No, no, but before five, that, earlier than that, five or four, four, two thousand four, man. So we're going back, Wait, we're going back, five. we're going back about fifteen years Aye. here. So we're going way, way before the whole resurgence thing. But it, but it was like it was, you know, it was, it was exciting times because you could see there was talented, Aye. talented people coming through. It was for us, like 
I, I learned how to wrestle in a post office on judo mats and that was the best thing in the world. That was me Aye. getting to chase my dream. <clears throat> and at that point, it didn't really have any direction. It's not like it is now where you can go to a school, hope to go on the ICW and then WWE is going to see you and maybe you'll get into NXT. It was just us. It, it was, was a path. No, it, it was, was just us training each other. Aye. And like... Um, you had your team, we had our team, we'd done a thing. and Aye. And it's funnily enough, there's footage now emerging. Have you, have you seen? Jake uh, the, you know, the infamous Jake the Snake seminar. Um, seminar. Mm-hmm. David Wilson, who the punters will know is a guy aye, who's aye. at every show taking pictures. Great guy, one of the nicest guys in the world, isn't he? Really. Aye, he's he's, um, and he's Elaine. He's <coughs> Elaine's wife, well, right? They're just so yeah. committed and they're, they're the best people you could ever meet in the world. Uh, they've uncovered some footage of this Jake the Snake. Oh my God. So we'll, 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 hopefully, we can try and get aye. some. Uh, I've seen two stills for it, and it's Big Galloway, Big Mac, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, but he's not. He's, he's, Were you in that session, eh? No, I had. I was. I was listening to your podcast, and I heard you say that I was at that one. But I came. You on, I came the week after, but that's the reason that I got started because he had an article in the newspaper <sighs> that my dad brought home for the building site and went, "Yeah, that wrestling we're trying to get in." But because uh, I can remember when I when I moved away for that scene, SWA and stuff like that. And I, but I was still keeping my eye on things that were happening. But I remember like there was a wee period after that where you you definitely seemed to be the guy. I was seeing like wee bits and pieces pictures. You had like about fucking three belts hanging off you. Well, this was when when Drew left. There was just this massive <laughs> Drew filled hole like that we had to fill, and mm-hmm. um, that was the kind of next best thing, I suppose. So, Grado's company SWA, ours mm-hmm. BCW, and. Kid fights promotion PBW, all decided let's make Wolfgang the next guy, the next and big th- singles guy. And, and you had all, you had all the belts. I was the first guy who had all three belts. And triple crown, we called it. You also must have been thinking about it one, at that time. One of the first guys to work a yank, Jeanette and Carl Luke. <laughs> How I mean, do you remember that day? Aye. So I mean, tell me about wrestling, Jeanette. Um, so I, was, I mean, you've only wrestled Scottish guys at this point who aye. are really and my, my mates up. and stuff, and aye. maybe a guy who had a couple of years' experience in front of me. But Mark Jeanette was the, the first big import I was getting to work, and I didn't find out until the day. Whoa! Like we're God. sitting there in the run through, and he just goes, and it was going to be Mark Jeanette versus Wolfgang, and my heart just sank because that was a I was a Michael's Mark growing up. Mm-hmm. I was a big Shawn Michaels fan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Rockers day and to get to wrestle somebody so close to Shawn Michaels was just the ultimate thing. And I think it was, I was, must have been about 16, 17 year old at this time. Aye. Young. And I was just shaking before it. Charles Borrington, Graham came up to me before it. He was running the show and gave me a hug before it. And I was just trembling, like God. absolutely terrified. And but Marty was sound. He was so cool. Did you have to tell him? Did you say, look, um, you know, this is the, my first kind of proper. Match with a big guy I like you know. How do you, how you, do you deal or, with or, that? Did I you think go he would the, No, he would understand right. that right away. Hi. Did you go anywhere with the chest out? Like, what did no, you no, no. I went in very humble and just Aye. like tells what you want to do, big man. And I'm, I'm there for it. Here's what I can do. Mm-hmm. And Aye. if you want to throw it in, we will. Um, but there's a, there's a bit during the match, and I'm I'm trying to work and try to sell, and I've got him in a wrist lock, and he starts walking towards the corner, and he goes, "I'm trying to work." I'm going, "Where, where do you think you're going?" And he goes, it's a secret. And he climbs up the tap rope and does this flippy thing and ends up doing an arm drag, throws me out the ring. But it was, it was just, it was the first experience I had where you could just be so casual. Like, it, it helped me through the whole thing. Like, he obviously called the match days and I played my part. But after it, like, I got a wee photo of him and he's 
signed it for me and I've kept it to this day. I've still got a wee basket, basket somewhere. But aye, that was the first day, the first big experience of getting to work somebody that wasn't, this was a real wrestler. Aye. This was the first aye, time aye. that it started to became attainable. Like, aye. he's doing what I'm doing and I'm able to keep up with keep him up. To, a, to a certain degree. And what I'm learning on these judo mats applies to a match with Martin Gennetti. Yep, aye, just realising just how it comes together like that. Aye. I love listening to you because you do have this dead calm way. I remember when you when you were. Do you remember when you came to show me and Greg how to bump aye, aye, and aye. how to run yeah. ropes and, and because, stuff? Because the one that you had for me. Aye, we, we, aye. <laughs> that was cool. That was that was amazing. Just to walk in and have a, a full ring in this wee building. Yeah. And obviously you two like getting like coming and give me the place to kind of show you these things and trust in me to it show was an amazing day it was an amazing day, afternoon right? me and Greg after it we were like that was one of the best fucking <laughs> afternoons of your life that <laughs> and it, you know and it was just it was like literally just like doing some bumping running the ropes right. um, that but, was the, when, like as I say as I learned how to do this on judo match so the first time I got in a wrestling ring was in like Nottingham England that was my first experience getting inside a ring I remember my, my debut match I stood in the ring and it was sabotage you went Credo, have you actually ever been in a ring? <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> My first match, I hadn't been in the ring. My first match, I was in the ring. I was like, they all went, right, hold on a minute. We need to show this guy how he fucking run the ropes. How... I'd never Aye. been in the ring. And it was my first match. Big sabotage. Is that was that who you were fighting? <clears throat> no, no, no. But he was, he was just he was standing in the corner. Right, or I was and obviously, him. I'm like 14, 15 year old. Shit feel to say... This is my first time in the ring, and I'm wrestling tonight. You know what I mean? Aye. Wearing my mom's cycling shorts <laughs> and a fucking bottle pair of kick pads. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's mental to think that's 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 how we wrestled. That's even just moving around the ring. Obviously, you think about running the ropes and jumping off the tap rope, but just moving around the ring mm-hmm. and trying not to land on the ropes. Aye. Trying to position everything where it needs to land in the center is a lot harder than you think. Oh, aye. Aye. And it is. You, you, you start you feel like I remember I was like I felt like I didn't even know how to walk properly or you, you start to all oh, your spatial awareness is all fucked up and I remember the first time I went up the top corner because I was like maybe I could learn today something for the top rope for this match and then I remember climbing up and it doesn't look high when you're in the ring and I remember climbing up to him going this is actually quite Aye. fucking high up here you've got, you got the drop I mean? of the apron too you've got like four Aye. or five feet but yep. the height of the apron and then you've got the, the, the rope Aye, so you've got that, that behind you you feel like you're going to go backwards I always remember that feeling I'm going fucking fall backwards <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of top ropes, this guy here has got oh, the best one to bomb. Yes. I think it's the best. I mean, uh, absolutely. Yes. Beautiful. Best. Well, the, for a and guy it, your hey, size. Listen, and it photographs fucking amazingly well as well. David Wilson. Always good. amazing photos. Every, but every time he goes, I go, aye, aye. because you leave it that last, you yep. leave it, it looks like you're diving into a fucking swimming pool. Then I'll, in the last minute, you bump and turn your neck and I'm like every time you do I shit myself but it looks phenomenal you seem totally fearless in the ring are you? aye to a degree aye, aye. The, the first time I'd done a swan turn was in a match I'd learned how to do it in a trampoline <laughs> Mace, Mace things you've got the bottle for in the ring on a show you, you wouldn't not necessarily do Story, like that's I what I've always wondered how do you do that? like how do you get the boys to do the first one and the first moonsault the first how do you do it? You, just like, do it. You find you're just, it. You you're need young to do it. and fucking. You, you just do it. And I, you need to consider. I've been doing these things since I was 15, 16 Aye. and I've never lost it. I've just got bigger, so uh, I've, I've learned how to still do it, whatever way I need to do it. Backflip. I, I love backflip. Do you remember um, telling me to do a backflip once in a match? No. 
Aye, aye. <laughs> in a garage. Aye, you aye. went just because I knew I'd catch you. Aye, aye, you went. Just knew, you won't land in your heat because I'm going to catch you. And it will be called the worst moon so ever. And Billy Kirkwood, I, I went. I specifically went up to Billy Kirkwood. And went. This is going to be the worst moon so ever because you know when Chris Daniels goes up to date the commentator always goes, yep. goes best moon so ever. I said, Billy, you need to call this the worst moon so ever. <laughs> and there's a great clip. It just me. Barry's here waiting for me stun. Worst moon so ever! Yeah. And the pop it gets, but thanks very much for giving me the boys today because I've done it and I fucking loved it. But you're, That's it, you like, just need a wee push. You're safe as houses as well, though, as a thing. Oh, it's like, I can, I, you seem like you're a guy who, like, once your career's done, way, way down the line, it's training going to be a thing that you're, you're going to be wanting today. Do you see yourself doing that? Absolutely. Because you're, co- you're totally... Oh, I, mean, you, number one guy, I couldn't yeah. think of a better guy no, to 100%. fucking... You know what 100%, I mean? 100%, 100%. If you're wanting to be trained, then, I mean, GPWA has got the best setup mm-hmm. in terms of facilities, the guys, the experience that they've got, yep. and also the opportunity that can come for it by being, and, you know, because it's affiliated to ICW. Yep. Um, being in that circle. Yeah. There's, there's a real path now. Like, we've, we've created, like, <clears throat> GPWA's Glasgow Pro Wrestling Asylum. It's what um, me, Lionheart, Jester, BT Gun, and Red Lightning started in 2014, circumstantially because Dunk and Dallas needed somewhere to store a ring, and I was like, well, you might as well let me build it, uh, and I can teach people. Is there anybody that you've trained so far that you've specifically took the time out and you've watched them grow and went, man, I've done a good job there, like, and I'm proud of them? And I, that's, I, I don't, I can't take credit for any of them individually because we've got such a great team and everybody brings something to the table. Aye. And what I lack, Jester might provide or Rudolf might Aye. provide and we've all got a, a range job so it's it's a great formula that we've got Aye. guys that are, are kind of standing out um, Leighton Buzzard just won the ICW Zero G Championship Excellent. on Sunday and that was a goal that he had ever since he moved up for Bristol he, which is a great story he left his life in Bristol left his mum moved to Glasgow to join the Glasgow Pro Wrestling Asylum to learn to become a professional wrestler with a goal and no being WWE champion, like the goal of wrestling for ICW and being Beautiful. ICW Zero G champion. Because that was something I was saying to Dallas when it Mark Dallas when he was on the show. I was saying what what is what you kind of hope is that people coming through now don't lose sight of the fact that you know that they don't look at that path and go, I want to be in the WWE. Obviously, everybody, obviously wrestlers dream of that, right? But you hope that some of them come in and don't think directly that, like I want to do that, come through, go leave get a shot with the WWE, you want people to come in and go, I want to become a fucking legend in this home promotion. Do you know what I mean? Aye. I think there's just a massive opportunity for people to do that No, with it something does. like ICW. And you know it, what I mean? it does happen. Like we, we we have maybe four intakes a year and the way it works with us is if you kind of just drop in and start learning. You need to come with a team. Mm-hmm. So you would come within a group of 20, say 15 to 20, and you would stay with that group for like three months. We always set them down at the start and say, look, what's your goals? What do you want to do? And some of them just, they want to get in the business. They want to work for WWE. They want to go to Japan. But a lot of them say they want to wrestle for ICW. Aye. Aye. That is amazing, but it's like, it's it's mental to think, you know, there is that opportunity now. I mean, back in the day, Aye. as you said, we were just rolling about judo matches and we wanted to wrestle in a fucking town hall. Um, but anyway, listen, you know, Barry, you're, you've came a long way. You're now signed to WWE UK. I mean, how amazing is this? It's crazy. Like my, my first match in America was for the WWE, and it was in San Antonio, Texas. How many people in the crowd? Like fifteen thousand, between ten and fifteen. It's crazy. Amazing. And, and to, to be able to get that here, like ICW worked for ten years to get seven thousand in the hydro. 
Aye. And then WWE can just rock up and go Aye. where here. And what I love about it as well is, was your dad there? No, there. He wasn't there, but you and your dad have got a really, really strong bond, yeah. which is cool. It's really, really cool, and he follows you about, and you really they take advantage of getting experiences of going to America. You, you and your father will jump on a bike and go from town to town on a motorbike. I just think that's Aye. amazing. That's what Aye. we did for, for, the Ro- for the Royal Rumble this year. Well, 2019, my dad, for his Christmas, I said, right, we're going to fly to San Francisco, pick up two Harley Davidsons, Drive down to LA, uh, Los Angeles, and then we'll drive out to Arizona, mm-hmm. Phoenix, for the Royal Rumble starting, and then I'm going to wrestle that weekend. Beautiful. And That's it. beautiful. And isn't it? It. And it's one of the things I wanted to to bring up, not to, not to put too much of a downer on this episode before Christmas, but the thing that connects all us, what us three sitting here, is yep. that we've all lost our moths mm-hmm. quite recently, you know what I mean? And it's, um, like how, how, do you, how are you used to finding that? Because it's, I feel as if I've been fucking fundamentally changed right. by it happening. Do you know what I mean? Like really, really fundamentally changed by it. And also because we're all doing quite well and stuff like that as well. And you have that thing, your mom's no there to see mm-hmm. that stuff happening. And it's it's tough. That's it's about, how are you? That's that's I think that, that is a big killer when you think, I wish you could have seen this. Specifically when I went on Two Doors Down because... That was her thing. Me and her sat Aye. together and we watched Two Doors Down. And I remember sitting in Orlando and getting a message going, would you like to be on Two Doors Down as a guest episode? And my mum wasn't writing all well at the time. Aye. And I was like, mum, I'm going to be on Two Doors Down. And she was like breaking down tears and greeting. And like she died like four weeks before the episode aired, which was crushing, man. Um, <clears throat> and then... Uh, that's like It was the same for me. Like All this started just as my mum got diagnosed with cancer. And I think having this was a great distraction. Having the WWE and everything mm-hmm. and all their bells and whistles you was great. But all that's still going, in it, going on at home and my dad's still looking after her, my auntie's still looking after her. Aye. I was actually in Orlando when I got the phone call saying my man's dead. Jesus. I, I totally forgot about that. Aye. That's right. That's I was right. in Orlando for I mean, the kind of mania season, whatever it was, mania. 30 in New Orleans. New Orleans. Shit. I was lying in my bed and we Mark Andrews was in the other room. This was like six in the morning. I got a phone call from my dad breaking his heart. And I was like, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't do anything. There's just nothing that, there's nothing that prepares you for it. Uh, you know what I mean? That, I, that journey home was just wild. I remember as, da- as daft as this sounds, right? I was doing a, I w- there was a, a show, a screening, I think, at the GFT that I'd had set up. And I was supposed to go and announce, uh, introduce the film at the GFT. And on the night my ma died, when, when I heard she died, and I wasn't in the room when she died, all that, all that terrible stuff. I was just down the road. I, I didn't make it to the room. And then I went up to see her. Um, lying there and then right after that I went into the GFT and introduced this film I was just like right. on total autopilot and I was saying to my mate who helped organise the thing I was like my ma just died like an hour ago and right. he was like the I, fuck I, are you I doing in the GFT but you just I got the phone call in Florida flew him <coughs> seen all my family there was nothing to be done and I says to my dad and I says to the WWE would you mind if I just came back here right. and yep. I, I had to because like, I knew my ma would be gone why are you here mm-hmm. it was the same I, I was at panel it was panel I got the phone call on the Thursday and my sister was like you need to get to the hospital now it's happening and she died on a Friday morning and <laughs> I'll never forget it but we're sitting in the hospital room my mum's lying there um, and my dad's like right <clears throat> you'll be going back to panel tomorrow then I was like dad she's not even fucking cold yet I mean for fuck's sake come on uh, but I did that happened the Friday. I went back on the Sunday, 
And you know what? It's the best thing I could ever done. It's that best thing I could ever done. Just like get on with it and just, just aye, keep moving. And, and, and it, perpetual fucking motion. Keep especially you know. that pavilion crowd that obviously knew the story. They were totally warm, and it made it feel. Aye, you know, I, I could do it. But I mean, again, it just makes you feel you'd, I never get the chance to grieve. You know, that's why I think when my sisters, my other people in the family, I think they've been affected more because you know they're maybe going to their normal everyday aye. jobs and all that, where they've got a lot more time to think mm-hmm. compared to us. No, no, I agree. When I get when I get back out of mania, like it, there's a wee bit of regret because I was on at nine in the morning and at WrestleMania access, access WrestleMania <laughs> access, Wolfgang versus what was he called when he sell Kenna. Coney Cell. Oh, what was his name? Tommy. Hi, hi, Tommy. Obviously, like I grew up watching the guy in Japan. Like, mm-hmm. like some of his stuff's been. I mean, he's legend in his own right. Did you tell him? Like, did you that? go? By the way, uh, my mum just no, died. I don't think I wanted to try and communicate that to him. No, no. People Hard knew. People knew around about me, and folk were I, coming up to me, and I couldn't talk about it the way I'm talking about it now. Like, no, I was no, just no, about no, to no. bust, and I had yep. to walk away from people, but. I get in, I was just full of emotion. I was like, I'm, I'm fighting Kenta here. I don't care if it's nine in the morning, everybody's hungover, mm-hmm. sitting in their hands. Like, and he kicked me in the jaw twice. And I was like, oh, just get me here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here. Like, the get last me thing him. you need him. Let me get him. Which, which, anyway, I think it's beautiful the way you always nice. keep your ma. You, the two years, they always aye. keep your ma's kind of, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm covering tattoos, and the first thing I did was get a tattoo from my ma. And I've, wow. I've got one here that was my dad's and it says my mona, but that was one for her. And there's, I see it every time I look in the mirror. And the, the one thing yeah. she was worried about was getting forgotten. So it's not going to happen. Do you know what? I'm so glad we've had I hope people listening have Aye. took something for that. Because people listen to the same boat as us. Aye. No, definitely. You definitely. Need, there's ups and downs. And you need to try and find the positives and you can't just sit in the down. It lands on you sometimes, doesn't it? Though? it just Aye. Lands, Aye. Sometimes totally. it just lands hard on you. Um, I want to talk about... Uh, what you've been doing with Gallus and NXT UK though, you've been doing all these videos, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I've been loving watching. What's how how are you doing? Are you, are you doing that if you're in back? I, I we were told there's we were told there's too many people to kind of write for everybody, so you Aye. should be producing your own content. Amazing, and that's exactly what we're doing. So me, and that's, all, that's also a good bit of freedom, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like Aye. Aye. creative freedom to uh-huh. just kind of put it out. And so far, they've no pulls up for anything. Aye, that's I've good. E- I've even managed to get him to share some stuff to you. But, <laughs> um, it's it's us. A guy called Scott is filming it for us, and he, he, he kind of we give him ideas and we tell him what we want, yeah. and he comes and shoots it and puts it together. And it's, and people it's can always, see that they're following you on Twitter, and you're always like Aye, tweeting them out. And I, me, Mark, Joe, we all put them out on Twitter. Uh-huh. Facebook, Instagram, um, they're normally before an NXT show on a Thursday. Because I always love that. I mean, it's it's very it's very Scottish. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, 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 yeah it's, you know what I mean. It's like it's <laughs> aye, very. Aye, it aye. feels like it's, it has that nice. It's like well, this is going out and it's going to a wider audience than this, but it has that kind of Scottish core in it, aye. which I, I just love seeing a lot. I love when um, when when Noam went over and. He was like, hang this one's a dafty, that one's a dafty, pass Aye. it on. I couldn't fucking believe I was seeing that. Right, I was like, I couldn't believe try to keep on the WWE right. account, I was always, seeing always. this guy's a dafty, pass it, it makes on. It authentic, I, like, Mate, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, on the videos, we do need to put subtitles on because we are trying to get an American audience. And if we speak the way we speak, we're hard to be understood. But even that fits though. Less of the thing with the Aye. style of the videos and stuff like that, getting the subtitles on and it's all that. Fits it gives it that eye. You know what I mean? Raw, it's underground day and it's mm-hmm. cool and it's kinda like tell me about like cause I know Barry, you you I mean you're a massive, massive wrestling fan and I know we've touched on being on WWE, but you must tell me some of the coolest stuff. Cause I know you you're you're the same as me in terms of about how much Aye. you know that. 
There's, there's I mean, you've they've got that kind of mark inside us. Where there's three mega things, right? I want that I've done in the three years, and if, if this was to all end the more, I'd go away happy doing this. Right. One was taking the sweet chair music, <sighs> getting kicked in the teeth with Sean Michael. Fuck, that's Mark, Mark, and Joe got the same treatment, and it was just one of these surreal moments that you just like wrestling Marty Jannetty. You're thinking, this is a real wrestler, and what I've been right. doing is. Is on par with these. I'm not on par with Shawn Michaels, but like by any means. But and I can run in these same circles and get kicked in the teeth off them. And that became that was organic. That wasn't supposed to happen. This was all of that story. This was after a show in Liverpool, and we were against British Strong Style, and we we're putting the boots to them. The referee get out, and then the re- Shawn Michaels runs. Does the music hit? Music hits. Oh, oh man! Man. Came in your pants. Lying there waiting. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you all just feed in for him, like just? No, no, I'm. This is he's he's like a ref shot when he makes a cover. Right, I'm right. lying. Oh, I get, right, right, I get, right, I get right, pinned. Shawn right, Michaels counts to right, three. Right. I get out of the ring. We're sitting in the ramp and they're all dancing. You know the Shawn Michaels, and I can see Trent trying to communicate to him, and I'm sitting on the apron. No, I'm sitting on the, the the ramp. We're no leaving. Aye, aye. Until this happens, and sure enough, you, there's a video. You see him just going. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Keys is the eggy. Boom. Yes. Joe's away and bang. Yes. Mark's away and feed, feed, feed bang. No, Mark, bang. Mark was first. Mark was right, first to have the gun. He, and, and he uh, clocked it first. He was like, I'm away. Boom. I, I, and I was thinking, maybe he's get one and we'll pull him out. But Joe I, ran I, in. He took one as I'm not getting left out. I, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, it was the hardest he's ever kicked anybody. Because <laughs> like, oh, I just went, did you really, like, did you really th- feel it? Threw my face at it. Like, you're, you're, no, you're no missing this. See, that's cool. That's, know, that's amazing. Right, big, big kind of things. Hip tossing the big show. What? I was there on the PC in America. He was in walking about, talking to some guys. There's a big guy, Baba Toonbear there, big massive guy, Polish. And he was giving him some tips on working a big guy. And then we're in the back ring, me and the Strong Style Boys and Mandrews are in the wee back ring with Norman Smiley. Um, I think he might be in the ring, but he, big show's in the main ring now the centre ring mm-hmm. and everybody's just kind of got a wee eye on him just to see what he's going to do and then I hear Wolfgang it's Norman Smiley shouting me I was like come here he's like can you hip toss a big show I was like aye I can <laughs> I get in the ring and he's put his big plate of meat around my horn like shook my plate of meat feet shook my horn and then can you hit a hip toss I was like of course I can and then I've got Mossy in my head Johnny Moss in my mm-hmm. head with his big hip tosses like, the finest hip toss in wrestling. Oh, it's beautiful. It? It's beautiful. Like if you if you actually had real hip toss, type in Johnny Moss hip toss. <laughs> is the best hip toss ever. So I've got that in my head. And I was like, I'm I'm no messing this up. And the last thing I want to do is trap this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Imagine yeah, that. Like I need to be able to perform this. Sure enough, gave him a send off the rope. He hit the rope and he came back and I got the leg up and went boom, threw him right at me. Took beautiful. a big bump. Did he give you the jump? Did he give it? No, no, I'll gorilla press the guy on my <laughs> <laughs> um, He go, he go, I mean, he bother. And that was him happy. And I went to help him up, and he was like, nah, I'm cool. When he stood up, when he's in. I mean, that's cool. Like, a guy, like, the big show who's, like, who doesn't need to do that. No. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think he was trying to just feel a wee bum, trying mm-hmm. to kind of get back into it and start to feel for mm-hmm. it. It was just wild. Like, they look, like, when I, I'm a big guy here, mm-hmm. when I go there, I'm a wee guy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not even average height. Mm-hmm. And they're all monsters. There's a guy, Dan Mather, he's just not a human. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like 
men in black, there's a wee person inside him moving over. But, he would, but you are mad strong, though, as well, aren't you? You're like I, oh, really yeah, strong. fucking I'm, strong. I'm strong. I, sh- I should be stronger, but I'm, I'm, I'm as strong as I can be right now, I suppose. But I'm naturally strong. Uh-huh. Like, these guys are in the gym lifting heavyweights and get some. Like, Sean Hayes training them. He's the best coach in the world, by the way. Do, do you, how do you go on with the cardio? Do you? I, do, I, I love it now. I, I, I push myself to do it because I'm fed up getting embarrassed. Oh, by the way, you need to come to my gym. What do you mean? You went to the gym? No, I, oh, I bought a gym. Shut you bought up. a gym? Bought a gym. Shut up. Google Iron Girders. Iron Girders gym. Oh, I did, seen, did I see you tweeting about it no, or something? No. I did see, right, hi. Because you did have a, you and your dad did have a pub. We had a pub. So is this the new... Get rid of the pub. No, but go to gym. My dad's playing go. homes under the hammer now. He's been he's been wanting to buy houses there. Right. 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 And God, this could be it for me, by the way. Well, you, you're honestly, where, where is it's it? Only, it's only at Parkhead. Mm. It's, mm. Do you know where Forge Cinema is? Aye, aye. Along the road for there, there's a big pink building. That's it. I mean, that is a nice drive for me. And, and but no fee here. That's a fucking no. great shout. I'm here twice a week. That's true, mate. It's twice a week enough. for people to train with. Aye, aye, aye. What what was your third special moment? <laughs> the third special moment was meeting Hulk Hogan backstage at WrestleMania. Oh, because you love Hulk Hogan. Uh, and I I got an opportunity to meet him one time before when he was working for TNA and just when Drew was about to go and work, mm-hmm. I was there visiting him and we went to a, a TNA after party and Hogan was kicking about being all Hulkamania and I was just, I was steaming. I was, <laughs> I was in no condition to introduce myself and all that was... You know that guy that goes to all the shows that kind of looks like Hogan with a tie He was there. But all that was separating him, the rest of the fans, and this after party on, a, on the beach was just this wee rope. Right. And I was like, if I go up and start talking to Hogan now, I'm going to embarrass myself. I was like, I'm a wrestler, <laughs> too. I'm Bruce <laughs> Pat. Like, how, how the hell did this so mark easy get out of that rope? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'll just no bother. It was for me to Grado away from the noon. I'm just like, I'm not going to That's some restraint, by the way, because there's, n- there's no way Grado would have fucking no, I went after him. I tell you, that, what, what he just said Grado would have been probably, riding on his shudders. It's, it's, it's probably one of my biggest, um, what do you call that? It's my one of my biggest positives, but also one of my biggest negatives, that, oh, I'm a wrestler, too, because it can either go one way or the other. <laughs> Because yeah. one one person could go, oh, check this guy, he's got fucking the uh, boys yeah, to yeah. come up and, you know, be able to speak and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or he could go, who's this dick? Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, he could yeah, go yeah, one way or the fire. other. But I think that's a Scottish thing. So I held nice. off. I held off. I, I, I refused to introduce myself. I just, I, I, I go to him that, and just enjoy the rest of my holiday. And then he started working for WWE again. I knew him, my colleague. And now I can meet him on these terms. Yeah, aye, aye. WrestleMania was in New York this year. And How are you doing, Terry? I was hanging about with Noam. Noam aye. had to jump down to the changing room. Mm-hmm. So I went away doing with him. And Hogan's standing outside the changing room. Mm. And Noam goes in and I'm like, I'll wait here, mate. I'll wait here. So I, I stood for like, like 10 feet from him, just waiting for an opportunity to kind of go in and introduce myself. It's so an awkward moment I went to there, aye. Aye. And then, the build up. And then I was just like, it's new or never. Like, right. you might not get another chance. I'm away. Everyone was like, big man, I've been waiting for a long time to do this. Like, how you doing? We've got I didn't say as much as I'd like to say to him, but I didn't want to bother him at the same time. Aye, aye, aye. I was like, there you go. Shuki's hon, he's hon. It's like, it's like a big shows. It just wrapped around you. It's just a big man's mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're a wee guy and you imagine Hulk Hogan's hon, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it was like. I met Hogan was, that, was, he a, was he a nice guy? He was sound that. He couldn't aye. have been more welcoming. He was, he was happy to stand and talk to me. That's what you want, isn't it? A wee bit of me. Thinks he says Wolfie. Could you imagine? A wee bit of me. There's a percentage in me that wants to believe he knew who I was. I don't know. So I, I, when I met Hogan, 
I shook his hand, then took my top off. And uh, and uh, Hogan and and Jarrett's gone. Hey man, he can do all your stuff. And he starts copping his horns. He's a Scottish shoe. He's got it. He can do. <laughs> hey, and he can work as well. He can he can go. He can work. And then after that, I was like, thanks for saying that. Yeah, I was fucking bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the, that was a bit. Have I spoke about that one here? No. Have I no? No. When when, when at Mania when I was with, I was with, with Jeff and Karen all weekend, and Karen goes, let's go for some sushi. And I was like, sushi is typing in places, and I'm going. Hogan shops no far for here. Jeff goes, wanna go and meet Hulk? Do I go and meet Hulk? <laughs> Do I go and meet Hulk? Fucking real I go and meet Hulk. Turn up, park outside, he's got the big queue. Jimmy Hart said, hey Jeff, baby, the big man's taking a shit, don't be long. Goes in, fucking waits on him, stunning, comes, walks through. Hey Jeff, Jeff, this is my friend Gredo, met him on Facebook Live, taking the pictures with him. Man, Honestly, it's the man. best feeling in the world. I thought that's that was man. going to be the story you were chasing them or in Florida trying to find them. Uh, no, that'd be another time. That'd be another time. <laughs> you tried to meet him before and he, he was like, Oh, with Dinsmore! Oh, that was horrible. That was a horrible day. That was a horrible, horrible, horrible day. And we done some more. They go, want to go meet Hulk? Yeah, why go and meet Hulk? We go down to Tampa Bay, sat in a, we go to the shop, and then the guy says, big man's going to be in in, in in half an hour. We goes down the beach, has a couple of beers. We goes back to the shop. Eugene's missus goes, wait, 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 wait. Before we go in, I need to do my makeup. She starts doing her makeup. Fucking hurry up, fucking hurry up. I've got 2% battery left in my phone. Move it, move it, move it, move it, move it, move it. Because in the show, ah, oh, you just missed the big guy. He just left uh. 20, 20 seconds ago. On Eugene's missus. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're next driving about Florida looking for this yellow Corvette. There's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. Pathetic. But Things people would do to meet Hulk Hogan. Eh? Aye. All right, we need to wrap this up here. Is there anything else you want to say about about the bit? Is there anything you've missed? Like, there's probably loads on. They come back on. You could no definitely come back on. Definitely yeah. come back on. Um, loads to talk about. But uh, what what do you want to put out before you go? Like, what can people people can obviously catch on NXT UK? But I mean, what NXT UK? I'm I'm still doing local shows as many as I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, PBW, BCW. Um, that's good that you still do that. I, I loved it. I don't. I don't I want we love the family shows, don't we? Aye, and we I, I, I want to work. Like I kind of just sit in the house and no wrestle. And whenever I see on Instagram somebody's wrestling, I'm like, I might be on that. And, and me and you have got a match coming up in Bathgate, which I can't wait because we I figured out that we've never done a family show singles match. No, no. When is, when is this? We're going to get our boss kicked sometime Bath- in February. Bathgate. Bathgate February. in February. 14th. Yeah. And I, uh, so people. It's not going to be 14th. That's, that's Valentine's Day. Be a romantic you, would, you would never take Sorry, a break on Valentine's Day. No. <laughs> you would never take a break. <laughs> <laughs> and what I like about this big guy as well, one time is, one time, we're backstage at ICW and I'm talking away and I'm effing and being, and he went, Gredo, come on, there's ladies present. And I went, he's just, he's a sweet, he's a sweetest guy and he is. I mean, he I is. felt like a piece of shit, but I was like, <laughs> what? you know what, you can learn so much for this big guy. What exactly. a charming big man. Exactly. No fear to call somebody out in their manners. No, you're not, you're not. <laughs> Thank you for that. Grammar, grammar and manners. <laughs> so she's me. Um, I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. As I say, I just own the gym. Iron Girders Gym. Get doing um, that gym. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. We I'll fucking need to go. Oh, we, we, there. Need, we, we need to well, we, 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 we could. We could. You're welcome anytime. But uh, I, Barry, honestly, thanks for everything you've done for British wrestling because. We laughing. <laughs> He's laughing at that. That's like that's what you're talking. I just I can't even be that guy. Like, like thanks for British wrestling. No, but you really, no, really, you, you played a big, big part of it and helping the scene grow and just be involved in 
you're, you're Dennis Proud on WWE UK. You're, you're absolutely smashing it, big man. So, and nobody, absolutely, absolutely, nobody, nobody deserves it more than you. Well, thank you very yeah, much. Well You're said, very kind of you, sir. Thanks a lot, Barry. Beautiful. Thank you. Cheers, Barry. Cheers, thank you, big man. Right, well, folks, we are going away for our Christmas. Uh, Gredo's away today, some panto. So we're not doing it next week then, no? What? We're not doing it next week? No, we've got a couple of best dog shows. We're having a bit of rest. We're having a rest. Gredo needs to go and have a rest. He needs to recharge his batteries, get in the big, uh, that big mad hyperbaric oxygen chamber that Michael Jackson used to lie in. That's what Gredo, Gredo can afford that. No, he's bought, he's bought all Michael Jackson's old stuff, all his old books and magazines as well, I heard. (laughs) So he's... I've bought the, I've bought, I've bought the, the, the Girls Allowed library. Do you, you own, own all that stuff uh, now? I own the library I own the library to that oh, That's good He's going to start up His own streaming network It's Grado Grado Allowed It's called It's just Grado Matches And Girls Allowed Music Grado videos Allowed. I've told you this before haven't I? No mate I've just I've just cycled Aye, So in look look, look for that Being the theme song To Grado's Wrestling Bash Next year Have a fantastic okay. Christmas Everybody Have a beautiful okay. Christmas Thanks so much For tuning in Throughout the year We'll see you back Spread In the, the new word. year Spread that Urking word Grado I'm going to give Grado a hug and tell him to yes. have a Merry Christmas. Oh, a Merry right, Christmas. So all you wrestling daft listeners. Right. I love yous. Thanks very much. Love yous. Bye-bye. This is 4Network.